Hi there, this is Watchin, and you are now listening to the I Choose the Ladder podcast, a podcast for Black women on the corporate climb. This episode is brought to you by The Review Planner. For many of us, performance review season is about to begin. For many of us, it's also a challenge to remember all of the things that we've done during the year. So what happens is our performance reviews become a one-way conversation where our managers are telling us what they think we did during the year And without proof of our performance, it becomes incredibly hard for us to advocate for that raise, promotion, or new position that we know we deserve. So I created the review planner because I always wanted a tool like this, a systematic way to track all of our career accomplishments that are specifically tied to the feedback and growth areas that our managers are measuring our success by. The review planner helps you create a schedule for your career growth and it makes it easy to focus on the goals that you have throughout the year. With email templates, monthly checklists, built-in accountability and reminders, the planner keeps you on track to accomplish your goals and ensures you are spending your time on the things that actually move your career forward. I designed the review planner to help you focus on your career and prepare for your annual review so you can confidently speak up for yourself and earn what you deserve. To learn more about the Review Planner, head to thereviewplanner.com. Again, that's thereviewplanner.com and pre-order yours today. Hi, it's been a minute since you all heard my voice and I cannot believe that we are almost at the end of the year. Like this is crazy. This has been the longest short year of my life. Um, And I'm sure a lot of you are feeling um, the same. There's a lot that has happened that we're all processing and Um, We're at the time of the year where we start reflecting and we start thinking about all the things that we accomplished that we're proud of or the things that we thought we would accomplish that we didn't necessarily get to. And so in this episode, I'm going to be talking about um, how you can create a career story that um, people remember, right? People are always talking about you and the work that you do, whether you are creating and curating that narrative or not. And so as always, grab your I Choose a Ladder notebook, your pen and your favorite beverage and get ready to get to work. So one of the things that I do at the end of the year, I think some of you know this, is that I go through my bio and make sure that the things that are still in there are um, are, are things that I still want people to know, right? Because during the course of the year when I have speaking engagement requests or I'm teaching workshops and people ask me for my bio, We talked about this in the career tools episode. If you have not listened to that one, you absolutely should, but nobody's going to wait for you to get ready. Right. And so for me, it's important to stay ready. And one of the things that I make sure that is always up to date with accomplishments, um, with career moves is my bio. And I look at my bio as my career story, right? It's the story that I want people to know about. It's the highlights of my career that I think are the most impressive, that I'm the proudest of, that I want to talk more about, that I think will open doors for new opportunities. And so in this episode, we are going to talk about how you actually put your career story together and like why you need one, a little bit of the backstory and how you should be thinking about curating that. There is a blog post on the I Choose a Ladder website on the five mistakes that I think people make when they are telling their career story. So before you start writing down what you think your career story is, if you have not read the blog post on the common mistakes that people are making, make sure you go to ichoosealadder.com, click on blog, and read that uh, episode and read that blog post to make sure that you don't make the same mistakes as you start to write and think about and reflect on 
what the story about your career that you want people to know about in 2021 will be, okay? So if you haven't uh, read the blog post, it's super short, go over there, it's gonna save you a lot of time and it's gonna save you a lot of headaches uh, headaches and revisions. Um, but so let's talk about why you need a career story. So in the intro, I said like people are always talking about you and your work, right? And if you are not the person who is intentional about curating what that story is and controlling that narrative, a lot of times what people say behind closed doors about you may not be what you want them to be talking about, may not be the career highlights that you um, that you think are the most impressive that show you off in your best light. And so it is in your best interest to make sure that the narrative that is being shared about you and your work is a narrative that you have created, that you have crafted, that you are proud of, and so that you can help people tell the story that you want to tell. If you have not decided what that story is yet, it's going to be really hard to control that narrative. And people are going to be talking about you. If you are a high performer, your name is probably being brought up in different rooms that you aren't even aware of by mentors, by sponsors, by potential collaborators. And you want to make sure that that story that people are telling is consistent. You want to make sure that the story that, you know, I hear is going to be the same story or at least the same version of that story that your manager is going to hear, that your your mentor is going to tell. And so you need a story because you want to be the person that is controlling, the person who is controlling the narrative about your career. And so when you're thinking about your career story, you're like, well, when can I use this, right? I already mentioned the way, one of the places that I use my career story is in blog, in my bio that I send out when I'm speaking on panels, that I send out when there's requests for information, if I'm getting an award, if I am going to get, look for a new job, if I'm having somebody make an introduction on my behalf, I can copy and paste it and put it in an email. Makes it really easy for people to like take out what they need and not have to think about what they wanna say about me. Um, and so as you think about places that you want to be using this career story, one of them is networking events. And I know that we're not doing in-person networking events, but this is even more important when you are doing virtual um, uh, networking events because you won't have as much time with the people. So you wanna make sure that you have a curated story that um, you can quickly use to introduce yourself, give people some like connection points that can make them figure out how they can fit into your into your world, into your into your career journey, but definitely for networking events and job interviews, you're often asked to tell me about yourself or talk about your career. And having a, a curated story, I think, is where a lot of people mess up in job interviews, right? They kind of, again, go back to the blog post, but it's just kind of like matter of fact statements that they give about themselves. There's not really any cohesion to like what it is that they're saying. A third place, and this is super important, is in your performance reviews. You get to decide the version of the story of the year that you wanna tell in your performance reviews. If you have not practiced that and you haven't thought through that, you should definitely take some time to do that. What are the highlights about the year that you want to share a, a, with your manager in your performance review? How will you tell that story? How will you make the different pieces of the work that you've done um, throughout the course of this pandemic makes sense. Which projects, right? You've probably done a lot of projects. Which ones are you going to highlight and how do they string together and connect to tell a story about the value that you provided that's going to allow your manager to advocate for that raise, that promotion, that new opportunity that you have, that you want. And that's going to be the next level in your career. So don't take that for granted, right? Um, when you're thinking about your story right now, um, you should be able to ask this question. Who's currently telling your story? In your career network, in, in your um, 
in your your ecosystem of people who's currently telling your career story and are they all telling the same version of that story, right? So take some time right out. Like, here are the top five people who I know are, like, looking out for me career-wise, my mentors, my sponsors, you know, people within my network and my friends. And then maybe write down a couple of sentences of, like, what story do you think that they're telling about you? And if you're not sure, it is perfectly okay to, like, hit somebody up and be like, hey, when people ask you about me professionally, like, what do you say? What kind of things do you highlight, right? And that's a good jumping off place because if you get some consistent things from different people and you can one check in and be like, yes, this is what I, this is the message that I want to be shared about me. Or you can be like, ah, actually the things that people are saying are not necessarily the things that I want shared about me. And so then you can recraft the narrative and say, hey, actually, um, here are the parts of my career that I want to highlight. Um, when talking about me, would you mind inserting X, Y, and Z? And it's super helpful to the people who are trying to help you. They will not be offended, but make sure that you are, you have some clarity around like what they're saying and how you can help them help you by giving them the language that you want them to use when they are talking about you. Right? So who's telling your career story? Um, being very clear on that. Who do you want to be telling your career story? Right? That can be, um, looked at, 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 in terms of relationships that you may want to build in the coming year. But for right now in the starting point, as you are starting to craft this career story for 2021, it's who's currently telling that story, figuring out what story it is that they're telling. Are there parts of it that you want to tweak? Are there parts of it that you want to absolutely eliminate? Are there parts of it that you want to add? Um, And spend some time doing that. I think one of the things that, um, one of the ways in which I think about framing um, my career story in terms of a framework, it's I look at where I've been, so some historical things, past career um, things like different companies that I work for, projects that I've worked on. Like for example, for my time at Yahoo, I know that I always mention that I manage the number one and number two revenue generating accounts for North America. That is a huge deal. I did that in my 20s. Um, the brands are, are very well-known brands. The work that we did is recognizable. And so to have my brand affiliated with that level of work has provided me some opportunities that I um, that I don't think I would have gotten if people had not known that I was capable of managing and dealing with those types of clients, right? Those caliber of clients. And so where have you been? What are some highlights And this is particularly useful if you're thinking about your story as it pertains to finding new opportunities. But what have you done? And again, make sure you pick the opportunities that demonstrate your ability to do whatever it's going to be that this new opportunity requires of you, right? So yes, you've probably done a lot of things. Yes, you've probably like killed it um, in a bunch of different ways. But like in your career story, you're not gonna have that much time, right? Like we all have been, Um, part of events where they go read a speaker's bio and it's like a 10 minute bio and you've like tuned out right and then everybody else has like short to the point bios if you have not worked for 25 plus years there are ways that you can have your bio be a paragraph a couple of paragraphs because again just like your resume your uh, career story is just the trailer, right? It's it's something to get people interested, to ask more questions, to learn more about you. It is a highlight, the trailer that should make people want to see the whole movie. It's not the movie. Ain't nobody got time to be listening to a long, drawn-out story if they haven't been, like, invested in the beginning. Like, it's really hard. People tune out, and they don't remember, right? Like, a lot of times people don't remember us or we are not memorable because... We've given people so much information that it's hard to figure out what the key things to grasp onto are. And so make sure that like as you're thinking about where you've been, 
You are not listing every single accomplishment that you've had. You're listing the ones that you are the proudest of, the ones that you think people will be the most like intrigued by, the ones that you know are like high prestige honors, right? Like those types of things. You don't have to list every single thing. I don't know how I can say it more clearly. You don't have to list every single thing. The second way that I, the second part that I think about is like, where am I now, right? So in my current position, like we talked about for your performance reviews, where, where, where am I career wise? What work am I doing? What am I proud of right now? What accomplishments do I have right now? Like for, for me, when I talk about my current role or what was my role at the time at the sky um, as an SVP of marketing partnerships, I always talk about my team that I manage. I talk about the Guinness Book of World Record breaking event that, you know, I um, was a part of executing. I talk about the strategy work that I'm doing because it shows like the progression. So here's where I was. Here's how I took where what I learned where I was and how I'm applying it to where I am right now. And then when I talk about I choose a ladder as well, I talk about where I'm going, right? When I talk about working with um, ambitious black women who are trying to find their space in the corporate world, and I talk about how we do that through the company, right? So how I've learned over the course of my career, where I started, where I am right now, and how where I am right now is going to be a vehicle to get me to where I want to be. And if you're in an interview sec- section, it is your job to like, don't call it a vehicle, but it's your job to clearly articulate how where you're, how, where you're going and this current role work together, right? It's that bridge. If you see this role, this opportunity, even if it's not a new job, it's a new opportunity within your current company, how this new opportunity helps you get to where it is that you want to go. My goal, how I, what I always say for I choose a ladder, is to make sure that I am in, equipping black women who want to be in corporate America with the skills that they need to be able to build the careers of their dreams, right? The careers that they want to actually be working that they're proud of, and then helping the companies who've recognized that they have amazing black, high-performing female talent that they want to retain, helping them support those women to get to those places, right? I'm very clear about that. And the opportunities that I... Um, that I'm hoping to help create for black women is a very much a part of my future. And so when I'm telling my career story, I always talk about that. Like for me, it's making sure that black women are getting as much as they're giving to corporate. And here's how we do that, right? And so when I'm talking to to potential partners for our company, I articulate that goal. This is where my company is going. If our visions align, yes, then there's some there's opportunities for collaboration. But if not, we know that very clearly like very, very early in the communication. And so we know not to waste each other's time. So for you, as you're thinking about, you know, how you can frame your story, one, where have you been? What are some amazing opportunities that you had? Um, Where are you now, right? Connect those dots for for, for people, right? Like how did how did what you learned before or where you were prepare you for where you are right now? And how is where you are right now preparing you for like where you want to go and tie those dots together? Um, one of the things that I will say that you should think about um, very carefully in your um, in your career story is personalization. I know as black women, sometimes like we 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 really have clear, clear draw lines in the sand of like, here's my personal life and here is my professional life and never shall the, the two meet, right? Like, or never the two shall meet. I don't even remember what the phrase is, but I think it's something like that, right? But personalization and adding stories to your um, career story, like personal stories, is what 
makes it stick, right? The I think the Maya Angelou quote is, people may forget what you said to them, but they'll never forget how you made them feel. And I'm not saying that in this story you should... Um, like tell all your business, that's not it at all. The stories that you choose should sh choose to share should have a like a tie-in at some point to the story. Like it should not just be like dropped for shock or dropped for, you know, for dramatics, right? That's not what I'm saying. But I think that there should be elements of you, like not, the story should not just feel like you're checking off boxes. It should be, it should feel like people are getting to know you and that who you are helps them understand why you've made the career choices that you have. So for example, one of the things that's in the very first line of my bio is that I'm, I was born in Liberia. And because of being an immigrant, right, I have been othered a lot, which is why I want to help. I've always helped, I think, in my career, help people who are feeling othered find their place. Because for me, it's something that took a really long time to find my footing and feeling like I belonged. And so inclusion and feeling like I belong in every space is something that I've worked really hard for. And that started because I... The first part of my life, everybody else was just like me. And then I moved to the United States from Liberia where I was the other all the time, right? And, and that feeling and knowing that feeling is something that like, I, I don't want to, I don't want anybody else to have to, ex to experience. So then when you find out that I'm, you know, as a life's work, I've chosen to help black women in corporate America find their place in spaces where they, some, where they a lot of times feel othered, it makes sense. So that's a personal story that I'm fine with sharing, right? you all also know that I was raised during a war, like I lived through a war. Well, I don't necessarily share that all the time. It's not in my bio because it's not something that I think, like there are impacts, there's an impact for that. But I think that like, unless you know me, it's a lot of information to try to process at once to be like, well, dang, a whole war and all that stuff. And that's not the impact that I wanna have in my bio. I can speak to that, but knowing that I'm an immigrant from Liberia, I think helps tie together my career decisions in a way that is like easy for people to digest. But then they also remember that I'm Liberian and I might like make a Liberian girl, my uh, like reference, you know, cause people know that I typically don't. Usually people will say that to me, but yeah. Um, as you think through that too, like how can you infuse career stories or personal stories that impact your career that help people understand why you make the career choices that you did, why you want to do the work that you do. And it will also help them remember you, right? Like we all meet tons and tons and tons of people all the time. I think one of the blessings in adulthood that I've realized is like my name is one that people don't typically forget, right? But there are also a million people that meet people all the time, right? And your story and how you choose to present yourself, it's the first impression that people will get. And it will tell you like, if they remember you or not. And when you follow up and I'm like, oh yeah, I remember you. You're the person who X, Y, and Z, right? That's why having um, a really impactful career story makes a difference. And so um, I'm gonna end on that because I don't wanna get long-winded in the podcast. But if you have not sat down to think about what your career story is going to be for 2021, or if you are telling the right career story, Make sure that you are tuned in to I Choose a Ladder. We're going to be doing a lot of stuff around this because I think it does make a difference. So in the next like four to six weeks, there'll be tons, well, not tons, but there will be tons for me of content around how I can help you all um, think through and have a solid career story um, that you feel proud of, um, of working through and presenting um, to people for the opportunities that I know are coming for y'all um, in 2021. Um, as always, if you want to keep the conversation going, you can connect with 
us on Instagram at I Choose the Ladder, on Facebook at I Choose the Ladder. Um, you can subscribe to the newsletter by texting CLIMB, C-L-I-M-B, to 66866. And until next time, thank you for listening. <laughs>